Greetings. Thank you all for returning to this week's new study episode titled, God Speaks by His Son, A Direct Communication from Him, Part 1. I am Pastor John, welcoming our returning international audience. We also extend a warm welcome to all our new listeners here for the first time. Thank you all for listening. May you all be blessed of God. In our previous episode, simply titled, Thanksgiving, posted November 29th, we looked at Thanksgiving at this time differently since we are in different times this year. Of special note, in that episode was this comment in commentary, I will not fear what man shall do unto me, for man has no power but what is given him from above. From Matthew Henry's Concise Commentary on the Whole Bible. What does that tell us about the times we are in right now? Does it, at least, imply that we should face these pandemic times in a fearless way? If so, how? This week is the first of three weeks prior to Christmas. This episode is our first of three. It will dovetail the Christmas theme as it is not a story found in the Bible more directly associated with Christmas. However, we will study these passages this year. Thanksgiving is behind us now and Christmas is closing in upon a grief-stricken world. Thanksgiving was hard enough. Now Christmas. I urge you to remain strong. Look forward to the vaccine that is coming. In America, three vaccines are waiting for final testing and to be passed. They are now being further scrutinized before possible release this month. If this pandemic has stolen the life of a loved one, family member, or friend, Know that you are held up in prayer. We hope as well that you can find some distraction in our Christmas episodes. Know that you are prayed for by us at the Church of the Unchurched. In Scripture, we find this passage. In many parts and in many ways of old, God spoke to the fathers in the prophets. In these last days, He spoke to us in the Son whom he appointed heir of all, through whom he indeed made the ages. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. First, notice the distinction made in verse 1 and 2 about the past and present. Verse 1 opens with, In many ways and in many ways of old, God spoke. Then verse 2 says, 
in these last days, he spoke to us in the Son, whom he appointed heir of all. Notice the two types of speech in this verse. First, God spoke mostly to the fathers, and that's lowercase f. Then, he spoke in person through his Son. These two forms of speaking to mankind are important to note. Let us first examine the first verse here. Commentary uses the King James Version for its referencing of which reads, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Commentary reads, God, who in sundry times and in diverse manners, the apostle begins the epistle with an account of the revelation God has made of his mind and will in former times. The author of this revelation is God, not essentially, but personally considered, even God the Father, as distinguished from his Son in the next verse, for the revelation under the Old Testament is divine, as well as that under the New. In this they both agree, in whatsoever else they differ, and this revelation was made at several times, at different seasons, and to different persons, and consisted of a variety of things relating to doctrine and worship, and concerning the Messiah, his person and office, of whom, at different times, there were gradual discoveries made, both before and after the giving of the law, from the beginning of the world, or the giving forth of the first promise, and in the times of the patriarchs, of Moses, David, Isaiah, and other prophets, and this was delivered in various manners, sometimes by angels, sometimes in a dream, at other times by a vision, and sometimes by Urim and Thummim. And this he spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, by Moses and other succeeding prophets, as David, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Micah, Zechariah, Malachi, and others who were sent to the Jewish fathers, the ancestors of the people of the Jews, to whom they prophesied and declared the will of God, as they were moved and inspired by the Holy Spirit, from the new John Gill's exposition of the entire Bible. Please note, today we call the Holy Ghost the Holy Spirit. Both are the same entity by slightly different names to identify the same person of God's Trinity. In that commentary passage, there are a few things to note. The portion of commentary that we should examine first reads, The Apostle begins the epistle with an account of the revelation God has made of his mind and will in former times. 
The author of this revelation is God, not essentially, but personally considered even God the Father, as distinguished from his Son in the next verse. We should note that we find the same distinction of Father and Son made in the book of Revelation, yet only in reverse. In the book of Revelation, we see Jesus working out the first three and one-half years. It's not pretty. Then we see the Father, God himself, closing out the last three and one-half years. Notably, it is far worse than the previous three and one-half years. Seeing a comparison here is something we should see. Let us look a bit deeper here. Today, we can see that, herein, God has spoken to us by His Son, and, if we will not hear Him, He will speak no more. We must expect no other. He can send no greater prophet, no dearer person to us than His own Son, and as He can send no greater, so will He send no other. For if we despise him, who will we reverence? Now, the dignity of his person, our apostle proceeds in this and the next verses to describe the title of heir, which is here given to Christ, sets out his dignity and dominion together with the right he has to both, namely, that of his sonship. For what is an heir but his father's successor? Christ, as a son, being heir of all things, imports that he is Lord of all and has a sovereign empire and dominion over all persons and things, over all angels and men, whether living or dead. Learn hence that God the Father has given and granted unto Christ his Son and mediator and head of his church a sovereign power and authority over all persons and things, both in heaven and in earth, to be disposed of by him at his pleasure and according to the sovereign purpose of his will, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. From Expository Notes with Practical Observations on the New Testament by William Burkett. Again, we see some things we need to take note of, for they stand out blatantly. Notice the question asked by commentary, a very matter-of-fact question. What is an heir but his father's successor? That observation needs being made regardless of how very matter-of-fact it is. Regardless of being on earth or in heaven, an heir is nothing more than a father's successor within that family tree. As things stand now, Christ has not yet received his full portion 
that will be passed down by the Father with the passing of events and time still yet to come. On this subject, notice this further comment in commentary. Christ, as a son, being heir of what? All things imports that he is Lord of all and has a sovereign empire and dominion over what? All persons and things over all angels and men, whether living or dead. Now, notice how this commentary passage closes. God the Father has given and granted unto Christ his Son and mediator and head of his church a sovereign power and authority over all persons and things, both in heaven and in earth, to be disposed of by him at what? His pleasure and according to the sovereign purpose of his will, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. Now, let us continue in verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 2 read in continuation, In these last days he spoke to us in the Son, whom he appointed heir of all, through whom he indeed made the ages. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. Commentary on this verse reads, In this the final dispensation, or in this dispensation under which the affairs of the world will be wound up. Phrases similar to this occur frequently in the scriptures. They do not imply that the world was soon coming to an end, but that it was the last dispensation, the last period of the world. There had been the patriarchal period, the period under the law, the prophets, etc., and this was the period during which God's last method of communication would be enjoyed, and under which the world would close. It might be a very long period, but it would be the last one, and so far, as the meaning of the phrase is concerned, it might be the longest period, or longer than all the others put together, but still would be the last one. From Barnes' New Testament Notes With respect to this commentary passage, we should also reference Acts chapter 2, verse 17, which reads, In the last days it will be, God says, that I will pour out my Spirit on all people, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. This is very important to note. Prior to this, it might sound as if we were learning that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are now a past thing from a different time. 
This type of thing is taught in many American churches incorrectly. If it were correct, why is commentary using Acts chapter 2 verse 17 as a point of scriptural reference to what they just said? Notice also the echoes in this commentary passage. The final dispensation. In this dispensation under which the affairs of the world will be wound up was the last dispensation, the last period of the world. And it might be a very long period, but it will be the last one. Despite our situation today, a very real assurance is the fact this is almost over. The end times leading to our ascension are not going to be pretty or easy by any means. The only use of the word, quote, pretty, end quote, is that these last days will be pretty rough going for us. So the time is now to figure out how we are going to do God's will until we are taken by Jesus from this place. Wherever your place on planet Earth is. Next week, we will examine this passage further in God Speaks by His Son, A Direct Communication from Him, Part 2. Play or download next week's episode from one of our podcast hosts, or follow direct links to these platforms on our website under the podcast menu item. Details follow. All Bible quotes without a citation are from the New English Translation Free Version. We greatly appreciate our audience. We look forward to the return of all our faithful listeners, followers, and new listeners. Thank you all so much. We are very pleased to serve a diverse international audience. This study podcast is a wholly self-funded outreach presented by the Church of the Unchurched, currently an all-electronic Boston-based outreach uniting the community of lost, searching, lonely, and forgotten in Christ. We greatly appreciate serving our international audience. If you are visiting for the first time, welcome and God bless you. We look forward to the return of all our faithful listeners, followers, and new listeners. Thank you all so much. Please share our podcast with family, friends, and others you believe would find it a blessing. If you are unsaved, we truly hope you find God as well as receiving Him as Lord and Savior of your life. Please find a short link to our episode titled, How to be Saved, at the bottom of any episode description. To learn more about us and who we are, give our episode titled, Introduction, About Us, Who We Are, a listen. In that episode, you will learn more about us, who we are reaching out to, our mission, vision, ministry, and more. Again, a short link to this episode is found at the bottom of any episode description. Find our website at unchurched.site123.me 
Our mobile, tablet, and desktop compliant website has more information, links to all our podcast platforms, and more. Find direct links to all our platforms under the podcast menu item. We are found on podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or Spotify, to name a few. We refresh all our feeds with every weekly episode upload on Sundays. These sites update our feed within 24 hours of our refresh, East Coast Time, USA. Our RSS feed is syndicated on many popular podcast RSS feed platforms. Find us on a preferred platform to follow us as we continue to grow. Now to him who is able to strengthen you, to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever. Amen. Until next week, this is Pastor John for the Church of the Unchurched.